Okay. Welcome to our podcast today. This is Pastor James Parker, and we certainly thank God for a awesome time that we are in at this moment. And I know what you're saying to me. How can you have an awesome time in a pandemic and everything that's going on that's negative and everything that's going on that's not positive? But I can tell you there is a positive in the midst of all these negative activities. And I want you to know that the Lord has given me what he has told me concerning this hour. He says we need to cultivate a cultural that is going to go back to what we were established in the beginning. Our Lord and Savior says, upon this rock, I will build my church and the very gates of hell should not prevail against it. And this is what I'm talking about and cultivating the culture and getting our people back to understanding what it means to be Christ-centered. Because you know from the beginning up until now, man has done what judges speak of in the days of judges. According to Judges 21 and 25, the scripture says, in those days there was no king in Israel, and every man did that which was right in his own eyes. Every man did what was right in his own eyes. And then we're told oftentimes in this nation, in this world, when advice is given to us, we often say, follow your heart, irregardless of what your heart and different things may be going on. We got to follow our heart that deals with our feelings and what we feel about a thing. And this is the reason why we have so much controversy and we have so much conflict in our nation today. When we deal with certain things that we see that's right in our own eyes, Proverbs tell us this. He says, all the ways of a man are clean in his own eyes. But the Lord weigheth the spirits. What is he saying here? Every man, when it comes down to issues and things that we are dealing with, oftentimes shape or form their opinion by what they feel is right and wrong. And oftentimes we miss exactly what is really happening in, in respect to truth. And we miss the point. Uh, uh, case in point, today when, when we speak of what I've what I've been assigned to and cultivating the culture, it is the basic tenets of faith and the things that we see that's going on in our nation um, today that we really truly need to get back to Christ center. I mean, being Christ center led us to make lead us to make different decisions based on the truth that will cause us to make the right decision when we deal with the issues. Today, we have a a wide variety of people believing one thing or another when it comes to abortion. We have all different kinds of different mindsets when it comes to abortion. And I believe that today the Bible says, thou shall not kill. But we see today that there is a growing number of people that have come and allow the truth of God to be advocated on their behalf. And they're looking at things from the wrong perspective. The question that I ask oftentimes when they say it is a woman right 
to choose. And my question is to choose what? Well, the answer to that, to choose what, is what, it, uh, what we're doing. It is to choose the right to kill your baby. And that's one of the things that I believe that our Lord has spoken against when it's come down to the truth of God's word. So the thing is, when it comes down to these issues in, in abortion, and we see the lopsided um, abortion rate when it comes down to ethnic groups, we see that a lot of times more of our African-American babies are aborted even more than our other counterparts, according to our uh, consensus with the records because when you look at this and you see all the things that are happening in our day you look at the african-american um group of people we we are now about 13 percent in america opposed to 20 percent hispanic and then the rest asian and our white folk so what we got to understand that in america then when you have a group that has the lowest percentage but we have the highest rate when it comes down to abortion and we are aborting more babies than that is born then what you have is a lopsided um opportunity for the race to have no voice so when it comes down to these things if we were christ center christ center if we was christ center if we get back to what we were taught the bible would declare and give us understanding concerning how precious life is how precious the baby is and you know most folks said well that it doesn't matter because the child the baby you know is 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 in the womb and it's not a life until it comes out but you know what i believe that songs 139 and the 13th verse says for thou hast possessed my reins thou hast covered me in my mother's womb seem to me that god consider the child or the baby in the mother's womb as human so it goes on to say he says i will praise thee for i am fearfully and wonderfully made marvelous in thy works and thy soul knoweth right well so here we look at what the bible declares concerning a precious soul and and these are just some of the things that i believe that in this particular podcast talking about cultivating the culture we're going to talk about abortion in our later uh recordings but right now that's one of the issues and then we have another issue same-sex marriage and I had the opportunity to just see one of the uh, 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 vice president candidate that's running uh, for vice president, uh, Kamala Harris, at the time um, on one of the infomercials that she was taken and given uh, rights to two women getting married. And she said the one thing that I could not believe that just caused me to freeze in my step. 
She says, by the power invested in me, I pronounce you partners forever. Now I'm trying to wrap my head around what power do you have except what the scripture says, that God made male and female. And he said that marriage should be between a man and a woman. So we see here already that we look at a vice president candidate that's talking about running our country that vote and goes against what the Bible declares. So we have all of these issues that are happening in our world today. And, and don't don't forget, you know, we're talking about uh, the protesters that are happening in our day. We're talking about the things that are going on in our nation today. People out still protesting about whatever they can find wrong in America. But I come to tell you what's wrong in America is that we have left out Jesus. We have left out Christ. The great G.E. Patterson made one of the greatest statements concerning the church. He said it has come a time when we are observing the third and fourth generation. And he says, I'm afraid that men of our third and fourth generation members have not really considered what has made the church. You know, we used to have values. We used to believe in things. And see, he said, it is, my, it is my considered belief that the greatest miracle that God performs is when he saved the saints' children. Saints, I'm telling you right now, we have to get back to cultivating our culture inside the church, for we see the day and the hour that's going on. And I just believe that, you know, we don't understand that it's wise for us to understand what the greatest entity for us today is to raise up our children in an atmosphere, cultivate principles that will cause them to make right decisions. But we, we see these things and when we understand what happens in a nation that forget about God and in a church that begin to leave the value of God, you understand that it's now more so than it ever has been a church that people convey themselves to participate in the rituality. But really and truly, what happens is, is that they don't have the relationship with Jesus Christ. See, one of the things that I often say, and, and Bishop Patterson said this, people who have not known the Lord, and sin has drugged them through the gutter. The gospel of Jesus Christ, when it is preached to them, it is really good news on a whole different level. But when God takes and save the saints, children, he's really performing a miracle. Because you understand, we come up in the church. Now, this really blessed me when he said this, because this is what I'm seeing. He says, we know how to testify. We know how to dance. We know how to speak in tongues. I mean, we know how to do all those things in church. But when it comes to value, 
when it comes to relationship with Christ. It seemed to me on the basics of truth, we cannot forgive others. We cannot take and live a lifestyle that's pleasing unto the Lord. And I mean all of these things that we do, anything that is done in church, we know how to do it. Even if we never get saved. The saints children know all the people who are living a hypocritical life. The saints children. They're watching. And so now we got a generation that has to be cultivated into a place to understand the wisdom of God and the sincerity of a relationship with the Lord. And I am of a truth witness that what God is saying to me, he's saying, Pastor, I want you to take and tell the culture that we need to take and get back to the basics, and we need to get back to the foundation of Jesus Christ. One of the things that I believe in this hour when we get back to Jesus Christ, Prophet Tracy Cook said this, that this season, God is trying to bring awareness of who we are when it comes down to the church. And what we have to do as a church, we got to take authority again. I believe we have given ground to uh, people. We have given ground to those that have come into the church and trying to shift and change what God has established. And what we don't, we don't realize that the authority that God has authorized to us as a body, we have to have authority to speak. And then we have to speak and believe the words that we speak becomes creative words. And these creative words have the ability to cultivate a cultural back into the place of trusting and believing God. And believe me, people, I, I am for this more than you can ever imagine because I believe the enemy is on the prowl. As he said in 1 Peter 5 and 8, he's on the prowl and he's attempting to allow the people of God to become fearful about the things that's going on in our nation today, the things that are going on in our world. But I'm, I'm of the persuasion that I just believe that God has given us authority. He's given us power over the things that we are, are going against today. And he said we are more than conquerors. One of the things that I believe that's hurting the saints today is the ability not to see God in everything. We got to learn how to understand the relationship matters. And when we have the right relationship with the Lord, then we can take authority over not only the elements, but we can take authority over the enemy. And it's time for the body of Christ to rise up and take authority. You have been authorized by heaven. And when you take authority, you can go in different places. You can be in your home, take authority. You can be on your job, take authority. You can be in the streets, take authority. What do you mean by that preacher? I'm telling you now that there is an authority that God gives that give us the ability to outlast any attack from any enemy any way, any shape, any form. And he has given us the anointing and the power of God to destroy yokes and remove burdens. And this is why I believe that most people are defeated 
because they don't understand the Christ in them, the hope of glory. For I believe that the Lord has authorized us when he tells John, he says, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. We serve a God. And I like what Paul says when it comes down to the Ephesian church. I just want to read that for you in a few minutes because I'm telling you right now, that scripture itself brings me to a place to just even get up and start stomping on the devil's head because I realize and know where my help coming from. And the apostle Paul understood the power of God because when he understood this, according to Ephesians 1 and 20, he says, now he says 1 and 19, he says, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us, Lord, who believe according to the working of his mighty power. That word mighty is kratos. It means power that's unleashed, that causes things to just disintegrate and not have the ability to come against us. And then he talked about when he wrought in Christ, when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. Now, look at this. This is what the crux of the whole matter is. When you come to this particular scripture, you will understand and know where you stand in God. He tells them, according to Ephesians 1, he told them this. He says, you are blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who have blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Christ. So where are you? You are in heavenly places in Christ. But not only are you in heavenly places with Christ, but verse 21 says this, far above all principalities and power. What is principalities? The word principality comes from the word principle. It comes from the word region, authority, wherever someone reigns, where they have authority at. We see in the earth, the Bible said that Satan is the God of this world. And he has set out his demonic whores, his demonic uh, ranks into different areas and principalities and power. But here we see if we're in Christ in verse number one, according to Ephesians 1 and 3, if we in Christ, in Christ, we are far above all principalities, all ranks of Satan, all things that have in this earth, whatever power we have in him, the glory of God, the power of God. This is why it is our due diligence to be able to not only have Christ in us, but be in Christ ourselves. What do you mean, preacher? I'm saying be in Christ by walking like he has walked. Manifest the Christ in you. Allow him to be your personification. Because why? Here we see that it is not only far above all principality and power, but might, I mean strength in dominion. The word dominion is a word that causes us to see the dunamos in the power of God. And this power is so powerful that God has given us this truth. And he says the might and dominion and every name that name, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and have put all things, I told you, here it is, under his feet, all things. So you see why when Jesus says we got to cultivate 
this culture to get back into the place of being Christ-centered. But remember what I first stated? Man has done what was right in their eyes. They What they believe to be right without anybody guiding them. But here comes Jesus Christ that's on the scene, that's telling us that all we have to do is abide in him and let his word abide in us. And we can ask anything in his name and he will do it. Saints, we don't serve a Christ that is weak. We serve a risen Savior that said in Matthew, the 28th chapter, he says, all power is now in my hand. Power over what? Power over the coronavirus. Power over sickness. Power over disease. Power over death. I'm telling you right now, we are fearing an invisible thing that God has already given us power over. And he says he has put all these things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church. And we are part of that church. We're part of the body. And, and today, I just want to encourage you in Christ um, doing what he's done on the cross. He took and destroyed the enemy's weapons to cause us to be in bondage and to be ensnared. The only person that don't realize that is the person that don't understand how to walk in their God-given power. God has equipped us. He has given us the ability to understand his truth. And all we got to do is to take and understand what he has done for us is more powerful than we can ever imagine. And I'm excited that whatever you're going through, God has the anointing. You have the anointing that God has placed upon you to be able to understand the wisdom of God and the power of God. And I just want to encourage you, don't allow anything in your life to stop you from going back to as he told the church in Ephesus if you have allowed the enemy to come in and try to prevent you from being successful in this life when it comes down to your Christian walk if you have allowed things to take and distract you from the purpose that God have assigned you to I got something to tell you go back and do your first works back over. Go back and find that joy again. Go back and, 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 and repent. Ask God, look, Lord, I, I missed it. And, and you know what the Bible declares and when it said to our Lord and Savior, he, he, he is waiting on you. He's waiting on you. The Bible says in Hebrews that the Hebrew writer says that uh, uh, come to him boldly to the throne of God that you might receive mercy and grace and help in the time of need. Saints, this is an hour. And all you have to do is follow the scriptures, follow what Jesus said concerning the word of the Lord. And I promise you, whatever it may be that you're challenging with today, and I know it sounds cliche, but it's, it's true. When we depend on Jesus, 
when we begin to understand that when Jesus said in John 14 and 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, we need to understand that. So when we start dealing with issues today, we're not confused because we understand that what Jesus says concerning this, this day, we've already been warned. We have already been informed of it. And my prayer is the day that every one of you will understand the seriousness of your relationship and get back to the place and line up with what he has given to you and have the ability to be disciple, to be developed and allow God to discover what you have on the inside. Because here it is, when you get that authority and when you get that ability, you can use that ability to help you in every situation in your life. And this is the thing that I have been assigned to, to tell this cultural. We have to be cultivated. What does it mean? It means that we have to till the ground. We have to unearth unearth thing that means as when the plow goes the plow to field some things got to come up some things got to be shaken some things got to be moved out of the way because if you want your ground to be ready to receive and you want your sword to be ready to produce it's going to take your heart and everything else in you to give you the ability to understand his truth. And the day when you get God's truth, I promise you this, there is no other truth like the truth of the word of God. And that's the thing that Jesus said to his disciples. You shall know the truth and the truth will make you free. Well, preacher, what's the problem? The problem is people don't love the truth anymore. And that's what we're doing in cultivating a culture of people that will understand and know what God has called us to do and bringing everybody to their rightful place. Yes, it's our rightful place. You know what the Apostle Paul said when, when, when he was talking to the Corinthian church concerning their rightful place? See, oftentimes we look at Scripture and we see the things that God is trying to say to us. And, and, and a lot of times what happened is, we are, are misread and we we think that this is who we are. And, and the Apostle Paul, he definitely wanted the church to know this is not who you are. He told them concerning um, the kingdom. He says, now, you know, know you not that the unrighteousness should not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners, and nor shall inherit the kingdom of God. And then look at what he says that was so powerful. And such were some of you. That's that and such were some of you. That that's that that is speaking of in a tense that speaks to your past. Do you see what's happening? People have left the place where God has designated from them and they're trying to live in their past, the life that they've been delivered from. Because Paul says, but now you are washed. Now you are sanctified. You are justified. 
in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. We have been changed. So the thing is, when we act indifferent and when we go against who we really are, we're acting out of character. And when we act out of character, the Bible has a word for it. It is called hypocrisy or a hypocrite. We don't want to be a hypocrite because why? God has given us everything that pertaining to godliness and a divine nature. So I say unto you, this is what we have to do in this hour. And cultivating the culture, we deal with the things that's in this world. We deal with the things that God has assigned to us as truth. And what we don't do, we don't allow the world to shape our opinion. And we don't allow the world to come against us when it comes to what our Lord and Savior have said. And we have to do as Paul said concerning the church. Let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. So today, we certainly thank God for you tuning in with me on this podcast. We certainly appreciate what the Lord is doing in your life today. Until next time, we're going to talk about it again, cultivating the culture. This is Pastor James Parker. May God bless you and may heaven smile upon you.